Hey, good morning. I'm Playbook co-author Rachel Bade. It's Wednesday, July 5th. We hope you had a festive July 4th celebration. And for those of you who've been off work since Friday, welcome back to the Daily Grind. Two buzzy bites for you this morning. Number one, when it came to fundraising, we all knew Adam Schiff was a money-making machine. But this morning, our colleague Chris Catalago scoops that he raised a whopping $8.1 million in the second quarter of this year. That beats a previous record held by Raphael Warnock by almost a million dollars and leaves Schiff with almost $3 million cash on hand. He has one group of people to thank for this. And no, I'm not talking about donors here. House Republicans' little scheme boosting him from the Intelligence Committee earlier this year and then censuring him a couple weeks ago appears to have really done him favors in terms of bringing in money. Number two. Cocaine at the White House. Yes, you're listening and hearing that right. While you were stuffing your faces with hot dogs and watching the fireworks yesterday, the Secret Service discovered a mysterious substance in the West Wing. Was it anthrax? Nope, it was coke. We'll be watching that as news develops over the course of the next few days. A lot of the political attention yesterday was focused on Republican 2024 hopefuls who were barnstorming July 4th parades and trying to win voters, shaking hands, etc. But over the next 72 hours, the focus is going to return back to President Joe Biden and his cabinet, who are ready to fan out across the country as he gears up for re-election. According to a schedule of the next few days that the White House shared with us last night, The EPA administrator is going to be kicking things off today in Grand Rapids, Michigan, touting infrastructure investments by the administration, specifically on lead pipes. The president himself is going to be the main event on Thursday when he's headed to South Carolina to unveil investments in clean energy manufacturing. Meanwhile, Vice President Kamala Harris and the second gentleman will be in Arizona, where they're going to be talking to American Indian communities about Biden's bipartisan infrastructure laws, water investments in tribal areas. And that's just two of the big events of the day. On Thursday, Deb Holland, the Interior Secretary, will be in Albany to talk about offshore wind commitments. HHS Secretary Becerra is going to be in Akron and Cleveland, Ohio, to talk about lowering health care costs for seniors. Pete Buttigieg, the Transportation Secretary, is going to be out in Washington. And other administration officials are going to be in California as well as New Mexico. But the big question here is, are voters actually listening? It turns out right now that this whole Bidenomics pitch that the White House is making to voters, it's falling on deaf ears. If you look at polling right now, you can see that a lot of Americans disprove of Biden's economic policies. In fact, only a third of them in a recent survey by the AP thought he was doing well in terms of his leadership of the economy. And that's precisely why we are seeing some Republicans in recent days positively giddy over the White House embrace of this, quote, Bidenomics catchphrase. They think they can use the word and define it as all the negative feelings that voters have about the economy. Senator Marsha Blackburn, a Republican from Tennessee, had a pretty cheeky tweet recently that pretty much captured this sentiment from Republicans. She said, quote, highest inflation in 40 years, 24 straight months of pay cuts, 27 percent increase in energy prices. That's Bidenomics in action. Let the messaging wars begin. One positive for the White House, Wall Street is actually listening to this pitch the White House is making. Our colleague Sam Stutton has a piece up today about how top economists at places like Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan Chase have cooled expectations about the probability of an imminent recession coming. 
That's good news for Biden. But again, will it translate to voters? For some good color on Republican presidential candidates working the stump on July 4th, read Playbook this morning. We also have a great story by our colleague Jordan Carney, who takes a wide view of House conservatives' plan to target the DOJ and FBI this year, including via spending bills and a potential impeachment of A.G. Merrick Garland. For more, visit politico.com slash playbook. I'm Rachel Bade. Thanks for listening.